Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm so glad you're here. Um, so I apologize this week. I'm coming to you on a Thursday. Um, we're recording this on February 20th and I apologize. I have been battling with this cold all week and I haven't been able to, um, kick it. So all week I've been really struggling with my voice and nasally and coughing and sneezing and doing all the things. Um, but luckily today I feel like it's a little bit better and it's a little bit more under control so I can get through hour 20 to 30 minute broadcast. Um, enough about my health. Let's get into what's going on in the planets. Um, we are in Pisces time. So I am super excited for this Mercury retrograde because I have been feeling like everything has been going so fast and we really haven't had time to process it all. So now we're getting this time, this three week retrograde period to really process the emotions that have been coming up from all of the stuff that's been going on. So we've had a lot of Earth this year. So we know we've been talking a lot about Capricorn. We've got three big planets in Capricorn. We've got Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter. Um, Mars just joined the party in Capricorn. So you can kind of think of this as, um, you can imagine Mars is like the alpha male at the party that walks in and everybody is there kind of doing their thing, um, having their conversations, and then the big personality walks in and all of the energy goes to that big personality. So that's kind of what's happening. Mars joined a party that was already in full swing. He came in halfway, right? So Mars is here and bringing us a little bit more drive, a little bit more ambition. You know, Mars is exalted in Capricorn. He likes to be there. Mars rules masculinity, drive, ambition, assertiveness, um, our get up and go, our motivation. So when Mars is in Capricorn, he's business minded. He's ready to make things happen. He's ready, he's ready to wheel and deal. But Mercury is retrograde. So while you might be having a lot of motivation and you might be really um, focused and you might be determined when it comes to your goals, you might feel like there's a little bit like the like there's something that's that's the 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 foot is on the brake. Even though you want to go, you want to go, your foot is stuck on the brake because Mercury is retrograde. So all of this means that you, it doesn't mean that you're being held back from anything. It doesn't mean that you're going to miss some great opportunity that would have come to pass if Mercury wasn't retrograde. Everything is in divine timing. So this just means that whatever's coming up for you, you want to double cross, um, not double cross, I'm sorry. You want to double check your work. You want to cross your T's, dot your I's, review, review again. You want to really make sure that you're taking that fine tooth comb over that document or that email or that contract. So sometimes life moves forward during Mercury retrograde and we have to sell the house or um, take the job or um, commit to the guy or do whatever it is. And sometimes people are like, oh, well, I don't want to commit until after Mercury retrograde. 
And I understand that if you can put off contracts until after, great. If you can put off committing to something until after the Mercury retrograde period, then good for you. But if you've been working on something and this is the time, then this is the time. Don't hold off on your life because of astrology ever. But also um, let Mercury retrograde remind you to take that fine tooth comb um, through the situation. Really like delve into all the specifics and have those conversations and make sure you have clarity. And some of the things that um, I recommend doing during Mercury Retrograde are when someone says something, repeat it back to them. Even though that can be annoying, it makes sure that you're understanding what they're saying the way they want you to understand it. But also know that things are unclear and they're hazy and they're being figured out right now because Mercury is retrograde in Pisces, which brings up confusion. So a friend of mine is a Pisces and she was so funny. She was like, I wrote something on Instagram about how Mercury retrograde in Pisces might make us all feel a little confused. And she said, I always feel confused. Now, knowing her, I know that she doesn't always feel confused and she's a very clear person. But um, if you are a Pisces, you have a lot of Pisces in your chart, this energy might be a little bit normal to you. This energy might be a little bit comfortable for you. And that is all good. Good for you. For the rest of us, it's going to feel really uncomfortable. We don't necessarily, especially for those of us with a lot of earth, um, you know, a lot of fire. We are people that probably want things to be a little bit more clear. We want things. I'm a person with a lot of earth and fire. I like things to be clear. I like things to be concise. I like things to be simple. I like things to be organized. Um, we're not going to have that satisfaction this next three weeks or so. Um, we're not going to really have much of that satisfaction. We are going to have to um, embrace the unknown. We are going to, we are having to challenge ourselves to trust and to have faith. So today, February 20th, when I am recording this, we actually have um, Jupiter sextiling Neptune. So Last year, we had a bunch of squares between these two planets, and these are the two planets of faith. These are the two planets that um, teach us how to believe in something, whether it's ourself or something outside of ourselves. Last year, we were being taught to not trust something, that there was something we believed in that maybe it's time had passed and we shouldn't trust in it. And we saw that happening on the world stage with a lot of these, um, you know, government structures breaking down that we thought we could trust and believe in. We saw that happening um, with a lot of the movements going on with people in power being brought down. That had a lot to do with Saturn and Pluto as well. But it also had to do with this, like, the, the things that we thought were real were, no, were not real. We were being shown what was not real, right? So that was partially Jupiter Neptune squaring, partially some other things going on astrologically. But now Jupiter and Neptune are this year going to be harmoniously talking to one another many times. So last year where we had something in our life that we were being shown the truth of so that we could no longer be um, fleeced, you know, we can no longer have the wool pulled over our, our eyes about something, whatever that was for you last year. This year, you're having your faith restored in something, and that might be yourself. So 
think about what's going on today and how are you um, being invited to lean into faith, being invited to lean into believing in something. And my guess is that there were some glimmers, some moments today that hopefully um, helped you feel like your faith is restored a little bit. So I felt like the energy was a little bit lighter today. Um, the energy this week has been a little bit heavy. Um, we did have the moon squaring Neptune on Monday and that kind of, um, Neptune is our dreams. It's our, um, it's our spiritual life. And so when the moon squares Neptune, it, it calls us to question, um, some of the things that we're believing, right? But now maybe you had a little bit of heaviness around, do I believe this? Is this really for me? But now there's something that's restoring your faith today because Jupiter is coming in and harmoniously chatting with Jupiter, with Neptune. And they're saying, yeah, this is a dream. Like you can believe in this, like really, um, you know, commit to the dream, whatever the thing is that you're the, the, the dream that you have right now that you're working to and you're working on or toward in your life. This is the time to really, um, unabashedly grab it, hold on to it, believe in it, write it in your journal 10 times every day. Um, you know, work the belief, work the faith and our faith is being tested this month because Pisces is faith. Pisces is the spirit realm. Pisces is where we go when we are in the dream state or the meditative state. This is a great month to get back to your meditation practice. That's personally one of the things that I'm really focusing on with this um, new moon work having come up in Pisces. Like that's one of my intentions for this new moon is just to get back into that regular everyday meditation practice because I've fallen off it and that happens in life, right? We fall off something that really makes us feel good. So Pisces season is inspiring us to um, reignite the fire that we have for the practices that um, help us commune with spirit. So whether that's meditation or your yoga practice or, um, you know, swimming or um, taking a hot path before bed every night, whatever it is for you. I'm so sorry. My cats are going crazy. So if you're hearing all that noise in the background, it's because they are um, really acting out tonight. I don't know what's going on. Um, we've got no Leo stuff, so they shouldn't be acting out. Although they're Taurus cats and we have Uranus and Taurus for, um, quite a while. So, um, maybe they're going to be crazy for another seven years or so. Who knows? Um, anyway, so Pisces season, it rules dreams. Um, you know, the thing about Pisces is it, we think of it as the dream state, like they're the dreamers, but they're also undercover ambitious. Like having all this Pisces and all this Capricorn kind of makes sense because Pisces, while we don't necessarily think of them as being the ambitious people because they're the artists, they are ambitious because they have dreams and they go for them. Um, so this is a really good time to lean into that. We've got Capricorn. All that Capricorn energy helps you do the work of your dreams. And the Pisces really helps you have the faith in the big dream. It helps you think a little bit bigger, dream a little bit bigger, go a little bit bigger with your mind. Um, 
Pisces is also very sensitive. So we're having a lot of hypersensitivity going on right now in the world. So people are really hypersensitive on the internet. You know, this is going on with debates. We watched had the Democratic debate last night. We have people being hypersensitive about this person said that, and they're going for the jugular. They're making really um, intense insults at one another. So everyone is feeling hypersensitive and defensive right now, and that's also a Pisces trait. Um, Pisces can be gullible and naive. So as I said, today, Jupiter and Neptune are having a harmonious conversation. This can restore our faith. This can restore our belief. But do not allow yourself to be naive or gullible in believing whatever you're believing. So really check. Mercury retrograde is here to encourage you to um, dive below the surface and check it out. Just make sure it all checks out. Um, the other thing about Pisces is they really understand generosity. So in Pisces season, we get another, we get a lesson in the give and the take of generosity. So generosity is not only being able to give, it's also being able to receive. We forget that. So a lot of people are like, I'm a giver, I'm a giver, I'm a giver. Well, if you only give, you're a martyr. If you only give, you're not actually um, honoring the cycle. You're not honoring the take. There's There's got to be a take with a give. So there's got to be as, you know, there has to be an understanding with generosity of the, of the circle, the cycle. You put it out, it comes back. You put it out, it comes back. If you, were, if you refuse to take it when it comes back to you, then you are actually stopping the cycle of flow. So that's a really important thing to understand as well as we move um, through Pisces season is to understand the give and the take. So Pisces is ruled by, or the imagery of Pisces rather, the symbolism is the, the fish going upward and the other fish going downward. And that represents the fish going downward into the, um, like the underworld abyss of our psyche and emotion and the stuff that maybe we can't see. So Scorpio, this is going to sound very Scorpio to you. And so when I say this, you might be like, well, didn't you say that during Scorpio season? Well, yes, I did, but it's a little different. With Pisces, we're going into the underworld of the things that we cannot see, that we don't even know exist. We're talking about our karmas, things from past lives, things from the next lifetime. So we're talking about the parts of the emotional stuff that we may not even understand, nor do we see. Scorpio, when we talk about the underworld in Scorpio or the deep levels of our psyche, we're talking about stuff that we actually know is there. We just don't want to acknowledge it. Pisces is going, especially with Mercury retrograde here, because Mercury rules the mind, we are going to have things come up from our emotions, possibly from past lives, possibly from our karmas, possibly from... Um, childhood trauma, we are going to have these things come up that we didn't even know about. Like they're totally catching us by surprise. This is another reason people are really hypersensitive right now. But I just want to bring you back to um, appreciating that cycle of give and take, that generosity of the Piscean spirit. So every Pisces I know is a very generous person. Um, they understand that you have to um, give love to receive love. So always come back to that concept. So even when you're feeling really hypersensitive, you can come back to that understanding of that loop of saying, 
I'm going to give love so I can receive love. I'm going to be compassionate so that I can receive compassion. And not from a sense of like, I'm going to put this out so I get it, but from a sense of like, I understand that I reap what I sow. I understand that we're all parts, we're all part of this flow. And Pisces rules the ocean. So we're talking about flow. We're all one of my favorite, favorite, favorite yoga teachers of all time is Eric Schiffman. And he talks that he tells, he gives this example a lot of um, meditation and how when we are meditating, we are um, tuning into the universal consciousness, right? And being a part of universal consciousness is like being part of the ocean. And each one of us, our individual consciousness is like a wave in the ocean. We rise up, we think that we're the only one, we see that everyone else is still there, we, the wave goes away and it becomes part of the ocean again. So each of us is like that wave in the ocean. Each of us is that individual consciousness that's part of the universal consciousness. So Pisces season is a wonderful opportunity for us to embrace that universality of experience, of understanding that we are not alone, that we are part of a very, very, very grand experience of energy, that we are all um, contributing to, and we are all experiencing, right? So um, those are some things that have to do with Pisces. The other thing that has to do with Pisces is that it has, it it's a last sign of the zodiac. So it rules endings. Not only leaving this life, the afterlife, so many of those things that have to do with the soul and the spirit realm, but if there's something that you're ready to let go of, this is a great time to do it. And even more than this Mercury retrograde, I want you to think about really releasing any of those emotional hindrances um, or beliefs that are hindering you. Really think about releasing those over the next couple of days because we are going, we are entering the dark of the moon. So this is that time of going completely internal, turning inward before the new moon. So right before the new moon is really the prime time in the moon cycle to release things. And since we are moving into a new moon in Pisces, it's a great time to reestablish some, um, some self-beliefs and um, some faith and some trust in yourself, um, in the universe. And so if there's any beliefs that you have that are hindering you from um, having that trust, having that faith, then this is a really good time to release those. And one of my, um, you know, I was reminded today as I was doing some of my own um, journaling and reading, and I was reminded what fear stands for. F-E-A-R. False evidence appearing real. And so Pisces season, um, especially with Mercury being hanging out here for three weeks, going back in retrograde, um, it is really a time to, um, acknowledge the places where fear is showing up, acknowledge the places where false evidence is appearing real to you and to let it go. If that's what's happening, if this is false evidence, right? Um, if it's not false evidence, Mercury will let you know and you will have an opportunity to deal with it. Um, so those are some things that I wanted to mention. You know, also arts and creativity are always um, 
great ways to use this Piscean time. If you're a creative person in any way, whether it's drawing or painting, or you just love making playlists, or you just love making yoga sequences, or you just love being creative in your work, um, or writing or whatever it is, you know, any way that your creativity expresses itself, the sun in Pisces time is a great time to dive into that. Um, and the shadow side of Pisces is that sometimes they don't understand boundaries. So this is a really, really good time for you to work your boundaries. So if you've been feeling like you've been so busy and you're working so hard and you're going, 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 and that can happen a lot when we have a lot of earth in the sky, this is a time to recommit to your boundaries. If you feel like you're accepting too many social invitations, if you feel like you are um, doing too much of the work and not allowing your coworkers to pitch in, if you feel like you're the one doing all the cleaning around the house and your partner's just not doing it, um, or you're letting someone you know, pass judgment on your life and your choices and you're not telling them that it's not okay even though inside it's making you boil. These are all opportunities for you to work your boundaries and Pisces season will definitely give you opportunities to do that. Um, and it's also an opportunity to um, revisit your expectations. So sometimes we're really disappointed in things because we have expectations for people to do things the way we would do them. Um, this is a time when you might realize that it's time to revisit those expectations and maybe your way is not the way that everybody else sees it. Um, and it's also a time of embodying your, your wisdom and your higher self, because again, we have those, those two, those two fish moving in opposite directions. So one fish is swimming upward toward our highest self. That's the symbolism of Pisces. And the other fish is swimming downward into the underworld of our psyche, of our emotions, um, of the, the deep parts of our emotional self that we don't even maybe know are there or haven't experienced before or that cause us to feel sensitive even though we don't know why we feel sensitive. So there's like a connection here. So the, the two fish are, are, are swimming in opposite directions upward to our highest self and downward to our shadow self and they are connected by a string. So they're never too, they're never disconnected. They're always connected. So our highest self and our shadow self both give us opportunities to learn about who we are and to grow. And that's really the, the um, lesson of, of four Pisces, people who are born as, as Pisces, and um, in Pisces season for all of us. And we all embody all of the signs within us. We all have a chart that has all 12 signs. So we all have lessons when it comes to these signs. There's none of, none of us are, um, you know, given a hall pass to get out of the lessons of Pisces. We all have to, we all experience it at some point or another in our lifetime. Um, okay. So we're given this opportunity with Mercury retrograde to really step back and reflect on how we're feeling about what's been going on in our life for the past few months, because we've had a lot going since December. I feel like things have been just going like bam, 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 bam. People are having a lot of life changes. And now we get a moment to step back and reflect. Do not feel like things are slowing down and that's bad. 
give yourself the opportunity to see the slowdown as a benefit to yourself, okay? Um, this is a lesson in surrender. This is a lesson in allowing yourself to trust that you are, that there is a grand plan that you are a part of. So I always say that um, you dictate your own fate. But I also feel very strongly that as we step forward, as we take a step forward, the universe takes a step forward toward us. So we are co-creating this experience with the universe. It's not just us. If we all got to say, I want chocolate ice cream, we'd have chocolate ice cream every day, right? So it's like we don't always get what we want because we're co-creating an experience. Um, and we have lots of illusions in place for us to, for, to benefit our growth. And I'm about to go off on a tangent, so I'm going to reel myself back in right now. And I'm just going to say that um, this this period of time, while it might feel like things are hazy, while it might feel like things are out of control, while it might feel like things are very confusing, take a step back, go inward, meditate, reflect, do the things that make you feel whole from a spiritual sense, and remember that you are being given an amazing lesson in trusting the universe, in having faith, in understanding that you are not doing it alone. You have the grand consciousness of the planets and the gods and everyone else and the people in your life that love and support you. You have all of them to rely on, okay? Um, so this week we've got some really good stuff going on. We talked a little bit about today, the Jupiter and Neptune sextile restoring our faith. We have the moon going into Aquarius today. It already happened this afternoon. So now we are in the dark of the moon. Um, over the next two days, Friday, Saturday, give yourself some time to journal on um, what you're releasing. Um, that's really important. And then we're going to have a new moon on Sunday. And the new moon on Sunday is going to be in Pisces at 10.32 a.m. Eastern time. And it will initiate the last phase of winter. So this is really like that last moon cycle to release whatever is going on so that you can bloom in spring. Because Pisces is a mutable sign. So Pisces is the last sign. It's the transitionary sign that ends winter and prepares us for spring. And then come March 21st, we will have the spring equinox and the sun will move into Aries. And then we will be ready to bloom because Pisces again is the last sign of the zodiac and Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So while Pisces invites us to go in and release anything that we don't need, Aries is like, hey, I'm here, I arrived, it's, it's, it's I'm here for the party. What's going on? You know, like Mars going into Capricorn. Aries is the alpha male. Um, and we all have a little bit of that alpha in us, right? So um, so this is really a time for you to discard all, all the stuff, all the beliefs that are hindering you so that you can be your most authentic self when you bloom in the spring at the spring equinox for Aries season. Um some other things that are going on, the sun is sextiling Uranus on Saturday, and we also have Mars trining Uranus on Friday. So there's going to be a little bit of unexpected stuff. Um, I would say 
if you can change up your routine, do something a little bit different than you don't that you don't normally do, make things a little bit more exciting and fun, that would be great, but also make sure that you have a plan and don't take any silly risks because Mercury is retrograde. Um, so make sure the phone is fully charged and um, your Google Maps is working. If you decide to you know take a different ride home that you normally do or something like that. Um, and then on Sunday we've got um, the new moon, as I mentioned in. Pisces, and we also have Venus squaring Jupiter. Um, so this is an opportunity. It happens after the new moon in Pisces, but it's still an opportunity to look at your habits and your relationships. So Venus square Jupiter, they are the two like, you know, want to have fun, enjoy life planets in the zodiac. So I don't think Venus square Jupiter is really that challenging, but it could bring up, um, some stress in the sense that you might overbook yourself socially, you might find that you're people pleasing. So Venus square Jupiter on Sunday might invite us to check in with our boundaries. So that's something to um, keep your eye on. And then I'll be back on Monday with the Astrocast at the normal time. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to share with you. Well, of course, the Luminary League. So if you are not in the Luminary League, it is um, a community that I have where we come together for the new moon and the full moon. So full moon, we have a big, awesome live workshop online where we see each other on video and we talk about the full moon and we, and I get to look at your charts and it's really fantastic. We have such a great time. Um, and the women in that group are really learning about their chart and it's empowering and helping them dictate their own fate by working with the planets and the moon cycle. Um, the new moon, I send out a bonus exclusive astrocast just for the people in the Luminary League. So if you're like, oh, Veronica, you didn't talk a lot about the new moon this week. That's because I actually do a bonus exclusive astrocast on the new moon and all the astrological aspects that are coming up in the moon cycle um, for my Luminary League members. So if you want to join, it's $25 a month. It is a great deal. If I do say so myself, you can go to my website veronicapretty.com slash luminary league to join. Um, it's all hosted on Patreon, super duper simple. And, um, yeah, if you join now, you'll get the, you'll get the new moon exclusive astrocast this weekend, as well as the journal prompts for releasing any of that old stuff that you're no longer needing for this next moon cycle. So I hope you can join us. If you have any questions, let me know, you know where to find me. Um, I love getting your DMS on Instagram. That's my main favorite place to hang out. Um, and what else do I have to share with you? I think that's it. I'll try to keep it short. I'm really going to try to get those bonus podcast episodes up, um, about the democratic contenders. Cause I'm doing, I'm doing each of their charts and I've been promising, I promise I'm going to get it going for you guys. I'll probably work on it tomorrow. Um, and if you do listen to this show as a podcast, which most of you do, I would so appreciate you leaving a review so more people can find us. Um, have an awesome week, and I'll see you Monday. And thanks for being patient as it took me a few extra days to get the show out this week. All right? Lots of love, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Essential Astrocast. I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to join the Essential Astrology membership, you can head over to veronicapreddy.com slash membership. You'll find all the details there. 
for $25 a month, you get to join us for the live full moon workshop each month and also get an exclusive bonus astrocast each new moon. If you'd like to get a reading with me, you can find details on the website as well. And as always, feel free to reach out to me either on the website or on Instagram. I love to see you guys in my DMs. Just find me at Veronica Pretty. Same name, no spaces. See you next week.